You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Josh Schaefer. Yeah? Yeah. That's it? Do you, do you work for the EPA? Mm. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> I'm making that joke specifically because of the fact that we're going to be talking about Ghostbusters today, and I saw the glare <laughs> on your face when I asked you if you worked for the EPA. Like, oh, that was brilliant. I'm so happy now. <laughs> No, I do not. <laughs> I am anti-EPA. Only in that movie, though. Yeah. EPA is uh, great otherwise. But not in that movie. But no, be- that movie. Because he had no dick. <laughs> yes, it's true. This man has no dick. Best line in any movie ever. <laughs> oh, Fight me. Love that line so much. It's so well done because it's so deadpan. <laughs> it's just so deadpan when they do it, too. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's 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 something I think we may have like mentioned briefly once or twice, but I know for a fact that you are one of the biggest Ghostbusters fans around. I, I don't know a biggest dude, but don't even like I, anytime I do some love new, it. Anytime some new Ghostbusters toy comes out, you're like, I have to have this. Yeah. I'm still mad I don't have the Ghost House Lego set that has been discontinued. Oh, was it? Yeah. No. Well, I yeah. mean, it was like 350 bucks. I couldn't justify it. No, I mean, that was that was hideously expensive, but I'm really sad you couldn't get it. Yeah. It's probably like $1,000 on eBay now. Yeah. Oh, but Play Mobile. Or yeah. Mobile? Mobile? Play Mobile? I'm not certain how you say that. It's German, I think? Yeah. Play Mobile. Play Mobile. There we go. go. Uh, they had a ghost house. and Yeah. Or a firehouse, I mean, and it was much more affordable. Well, so. and then you... Like, got my old Ghostbusters toys off of yes, me, and I, I had a ghost house as well. So, yeah, I have two. You do have two. You just don't have the Lego one. No, but which is fine. I would never build it. I would have. Well, if Fuck I had... Yeah. I'm, I'm so nervous about that stuff breaking. Like, I have a Lego Voltron over there that I built, and it's like, okay, maybe it breaks, but I could probably put it together yeah. again afterwards. Like, if I move it, I'm definitely going to, like, gently put it on the backseat of a car and drive carefully, but, like... I'm de- I, I'm not too worried about it breaking like something like that. I can I can handle that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure the Lego Ghost House was probably put together in such a way that if it did break, it would break along a specific seam that you were just supposed to join Maybe. anyway. Like that's how the Voltron I have is, and how one of the NASA sets is. It's like it's yeah. in modules, so if it breaks, it's gonna break on the module seam. You'll be okay. I'll just glue them all together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that hurt me, and I don't even care that much I about know. Legos. Oh, that pain me. Oh, your me. face. That was oh. for the EPA comment. <laughs> Fair. Got you back. Fair. So, I mean, if we're talking Ghostbusters, honestly, there's not that much in the media that we have to talk no. about. They've, they're have they a geek franchise, so they've grown a fair amount. But we're looking at two movies, plus the most most recent non-continuity one with the all the ladies. Mm-hmm. All the single ladies. Uh, then we had a cartoon that morphed into a different cartoon that morphed into a different cartoon. Um, and then I got a new movie coming out and some comics no one pays attention to. Yeah, the comics are so-so. Some of them are really good. Some of them are some really them not good. Some of them interesting, but it's not like any of them matter because none of them are continuity. Like The, the problem I have with comics based on movies is the same issue I have like reading Star Trek books that tie, quote-unquote, into the continuity of the shows. They tie into the shows and the movies only as long as Paramount decides they don't want to, like, say they no longer. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this novel's great and fills in this backstory here, but two episodes from now we're going to do a completely different backstory and you can't do anything about it because it's a book and who reads books? Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, the first two movies, yeah. which really, as far as I'm concerned, is one movie and then something that people say exists that I just don't watch. I love the second movie, though. Really? Yes, I really? do. I mean, the only thing about, part about the second movie I remember that I liked was the dancing toaster. <laughs> that was a good part. That's it. That's, v- that's... Vigo? The Carpathian? <laughs> And the and the love goo like that's <laughs> that that movie is only really dirty when you go back and think about it. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it came uh, out of Bill Murray and well, not Bill Murray's Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. It's and Dan Aykroyd and yeah. Rick Moranis helped write it. Like, yeah, it's it's a really dirty movie that you only realize is really dirty when you go back and watch it with adult eyes and go, oh, they're talking about jizz the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so red? It's it's, it's, it's purple. Ghost jizz is what it, it's really strange. Like you know, it would have been white if they could have gotten away with oh, it I'm the sure. sensors. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it's love goo. Uh, I'm sure I, it's 100. It, it, you you get it on you and you feel love. It's love goo. It's that was at is. the end. They turned it into love goo. At first, it was angry goo, <laughs> and then it turned to love goo. <laughs> I think we've all probably been there. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have. <laughs> Edgelord goo. <laughs> <laughs> so the first movie, mm-hmm. which is often considered a classic of the genre and one of Bill Murray's best movies, even though he's only a portion of it. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, I think, got the... Uh, he's the MVP of that movie. The MVP, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's Dan Aykroyd's brainchild. Dan Aykroyd really wanted to make this movie, and there were, I, I want to say there were two or three versions of it they wanted to do that were just prohibitively expensive for the budget. Mm-hmm. But that was his brainchild, and there's a lot of his ideas in that movie. And the worst parts of that movie, I think, come from uh, Dan Aykroyd. I don't know. I think, because there was a lot of hands in there, because, you know, like, Ivan Reitman, I think, helped write the screenplay, too. Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, I hear Dan Aykroyd after the fact. Like, you watch Sneakers, and how he basically improvised his character, because that character is him. Oh, Sneakers. Yeah, and I love Sneakers, don't get me wrong, but Dan Aykroyd's a crazy guy. And oh that, no, he's that, he that like that movie perfectly depicts him because it's just him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Blues Brothers was from the same brain, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Remember, this is the guy that made nothing but trouble. Oh. <laughs> so, I love Dan Aykroyd. So when I say that the worst impulses of the series came from Dan Aykroyd, I mean that because you can just go and you can like trace his brain through anything that's weird or unusual or just doesn't work. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, and. Uh, Really, I don't think Ghostbusters would work if it didn't have Bill Murray in it. I think it had to... It's one of the few movies where I can't imagine anybody else doing any of the other roles. I mean, like, they wanted Eddie Murphy for the Ernie Hudson role originally. Mm -hmm. Winston. Yeah, Winston. Winston. I was was mentioning the actor, so we knew the context. No, he's Winston. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I'm sure he'd argue that, but they wanted Eddie Murphy for the Winston role that uh, Ernie Hudson went on to play. And I feel like if... Eddie Murphy had been in that movie, the balance of the movie would be completely different. I I don't think it would have worked as well. I I love Eddie Murphy. It would have been hysterical, but it also would, it would have had two very strong people controlling it. And while Bill Murray is only one aspect of it, and you get a lot of deadpan from Egon, whoever played him. uh, Harold Ramis. Thank you. Uh, And you get a lot of strange humor from Dan Aykroyd, which is mostly reaction shots in him getting like... He's very animated face. He does. Yeah. He does. Like, the humor, I think, really is solidified by Bill Murray. He's yeah. he's the guy that really brings it all together. And if you'd had Eddie Murphy in there doing the Eddie Murphy shtick on top of that, it would have been a complete. It would have been a different movie, and I don't know if it would have worked as well. No, and I 100% agree because you had caricatures of 
the skeptic, which was Bill Murray. Uh-huh. And then just the overly passionate scientist, which was Dan Aykroyd. Yep. And then just the nerdy, brainy guy who's into it just for the science. Yep. Which was... Winston. No. <laughs> Egon. 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 R.I.P. Harold Ramis. Uh-huh. And then you just had the everyman character who was like... Representative of everyone who was watching the movie, who, who wasn't was... supposed to be an everyman. Like the original script for the movie said that Winston was actually supposed to have like his own PhD yeah. and would come in and be a balanced portion of the team. Yeah. It wasn't just some random, random guy off the street. Which I kind of liked it though, because I mean, Winston's my favorite Ghostbuster. Yeah, but it didn't but... have to be the black guy that was the random guy. No, off and the I street. don't, I don't disagree with yeah. that at all. And I think that's something that the the movie kind of missed out on a little bit. Yeah. But they didn't play Winston as an idiot. No. So that's... No. Tell him about the Twinkie. <laughs> what about the Twinkie? <laughs> what about the Twinkie? <laughs> but, I mean, he had value to the team. Yeah. And... They did a better job with him in the second one. Yeah, he had more to do in the second one. And then there was the video game that you forgot to mention earlier that was... That had I all... forget it exists because I think most people forget <sighs> it exists. It was... Part three of it's, the trilogy. They, they, everyone considers it an official sequel until Sony decides to put out the next Ghostbusters that yeah, Jason Reitman we'll is working on. And I'm sure he'll counter it because half the people haven't played the video game. So it, It's supposed to be in continuity because it was written by Dan Aykroyd. Supposed Ackroyd. to be. Yeah, that's what I said. Supposed so. to be. But Winston got his PhD in that game, though. Well, so. that's good for him. I will see whether or not it sticks in the next one. Yeah, we'll see. Of course, it was for Egypto- Egyptology, I remember. but All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the first movie is good. First movie is really good. It's yeah. very funny. I mean, it's there's still, I would say, this Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live's kind of sketchiness to it. Because yeah. you get, like, the opening sequence and then, like, a bunch of little skits throughout as they build up their, their team and, like, almost montage style. And then just out of nowhere, eventually, you just get the plot. And it yeah. just kind of, like, the last act is all the plot. After they're done having all their sketches as the Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I guess that's an improvement on the second movie makes is that it's much more plot focused. But I think it's also why I don't feel like the second movie is as funny is because the sketch improv quality of it is missing. Yeah. And I think part of it, and I know objectively Ghostbusters 2 is not a great movie, but... It's not the Matrix 2 of the Ghostbusters oh, franchise. Right. <laughs> but it's the first movie that I, re- I physically remember going to see when I was a kid. So I think there's some nostalgia to it. I get that. Because um, I've been obsessed with Ghostbusters since day one. You can ask my mom. It's quote. Came out of the womb. Ghostbusters. Yeah. It came out in 84. I was born in you 84. Came, you came out in 84. <laughs> can we do phrasing on that one? <laughs> Does my wife know? <laughs> She knows. Oh, no. She, she's known for a while. <laughs> oh, no. But... Worst kept secret. <laughs> That's Tom Cruise. <laughs> Wait, but, you're Tom Cruise? That's the worst kept... How did I not know this? Wow. <laughs> for those of you listening at home, I took off my glasses. And then you just, like, glared around the room I, really blind. <laughs> because I cannot see far away without them. But I imagine I looked like Tom Cruise. <laughs> At least in Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> that, the sketchy, Tom <laughs> sketchy Tom Cruise. Sketchy Tom Cruise. The least attractive Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not far and away Tom Cruise. Okay, so, but between number three, mm-hmm. 
uh, the no, quote unquote number three, the video yeah. game, and number two that came before it. There was a long run for a while there of the, the cartoons, re- the real Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters, because there was a different Ghostbusters that came out that was wholly unrelated and had a gorilla. Was it as, Hanna Barbera that did that one? I can't remember. I, can't remember I, who I think did it was it. some other. Com- I don't know, but they had they had a movie. Yeah, the direct to video fair. And then they had a cartoon based on it, both of which were just called Ghostbusters with a really dumb font. And <laughs> Sony was not smart enough to secure the trademark on that before yep. the other team did. So they had to, for the cartoon, they had to call themselves the real Ghostbusters. Yep. <laughs> which, that's kind of a dickish backhand title <laughs> right there. But it's kind of cool, though, because Sony put the real Ghostbusters in the same universe as the movies. Yeah. Because the At movies. The time. Yeah. Because the movies were based off of the yeah. real Ghostbusters. Yeah, and I remember people discussing the fact that the first two seasons of the cartoon especially had a darker tone than that was... A little bit. That matched the movies fairly well. Uh, the, the the last back half, the two or three seasons afterwards when they swapped out one of the voices and had Dave Coulier come in. I was about in. to say, it was like when Dave Coulier came in, it kind of... And they lost Arsenio Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they made... It was Slimer and the real yeah. Ghostbusters. That's Those were... It, eh, it, it was very kid-friendly at that I point. I loved it when I was a child, but... Um, Can't go back. I've been re-watching it with my daughter. Yeah. And the first part is amazing, and it still holds up. And then Slimer comes in. And, yeah, it just kind of... Like, my Jeez. daughter loves it. But well, she's six, it, so it it, it's, it, it's, it really feels like cartoon and then Ghostbusters 2 of cartoon because yeah. Slimer was more prevalent in the second movie, too, and he was just not great kind there of. either. He They did they did a few extra scenes with him, and I was yeah. like, why is Slimer showing back up? No one cares about him. Because of the cartoon. Yeah, see, so, bleh. But, yeah, bleh. but one thing that always kind of blew my mind about real Ghostbusters is Ernie Hudson auditioned for the role of Winston, but didn't get it because he didn't sound Winston enough. <laughs> right? Like That's like Charlie Chaplin getting second place in a Charlie Chaplin look-alike contest. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, I loved Arsenio Hall's voice, but it's just... Yeah. He was literally a ghost. It was monster. literally Winston. I thought you were going to uh, point out the fact that um, that one guy who did the voice of um, Bill Murray's character on the cartoon oh. also did the voice of Garfield, the ca- and yeah. then Bill Murray went and voiced Garfield. Yeah. Whatever his name was, I can't remember his name. But is it was it Maurice Lamarche? Yes, yeah. Maurice Lamar or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, that, like that weird Ghostbusters connection yeah. that always blew my mind when I heard it. Yeah. I was like, whoa! And Bill Murray only did that because uh, he thought the director was the Cohen brothers, <laughs> not Eaton Cohen. Yeah, <laughs> and so he thought he was like, I really okay. like No Country for Old Man. But you know, he only gets that excuse for the first one. Why did he do the second? I'm sure, one? he signed a contract. <laughs> He just wanted the paycheck. <laughs> Remember, if he has any regrets, Garfield, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor. If you ever want to talk about it, Bill Murray, if you're listening, I, I don't mind. The Garfield movies? No, I just if you want to talk about it, he can talk to me about it. <laughs> I want to ask him a lot of questions about Ghostbusters and Caddyshack. So he's never going to talk to you. And, and maybe a couple questions about Groundhog's Day. You, you, but you, you know he's never going to talk to you now. Maybe. You no. don't know him. Just say you're a Cubs fan. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say whatever I have to. He's one, like, not only is he, he one of my favorite actors, he punched one of my least favorite people on the planet in the face. Kevin Smith? Chevy Chase. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> Kevin Smith and Chevy Chase are on the same very, cliff. Yeah. For me, very close. <laughs> I know that might rub some people the wrong way, but... 
we'll get to that at some point in one of these podcasts about your issues with Kevin Smith, I'm sure. So uh, I took it very personally. You did. Just as a as a, <laughs> as a as a teaser. As a teaser. So after after the cartoons, then we have, I guess, officially the the only official quote unquote video game in continuity because they've had a couple of video games before yeah. them. They had like the NES one that was oh, crap and oh what it was so t- oh it was so terrible. it was terrible it was bad. And they had a couple ge- like Sega games, like one on the Genesis and one on the mm-hmm. not Master System. Master yeah, System? it was one. On, it was the same game as a, on the NES. Mega Drive is the yeah. Mega Drive is the Genesis and other territories. But yeah, they were, were they, they were different games though, weren't they on the Master System and the Genesis? Uh, the ones that I played were this like you still had the top down map with the little ghosts. Okay, and, okay, but they were slightly different. The yeah. Master System one I thought was a little better, but. You know, I played both, like, I played a couple of these ones when I was a kid, and they were so not memorable, I can't... Like, I played have, them a lot. You gotta I, be a Ghostbusters fan. Yeah, I, I yeah. really wanted to like them, but they're not yeah. playable. Yeah. <laughs> and you forgot the Extreme Ghostbusters cartoon. Just We were gonna know? get to that. Oh, okay. I thought. Never mind. I thought... Yeah, because Extreme Ghostbusters had, like, the, the Burger King Kids Club characters, yes. and it was, like, Wheelie and all them. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It's it's a lot darker than I remember it being. My sister Mab liked it. Is it like out on DVD or anything? I don't know if it's on DVD. It's on Hulu uh, right yeah. now, though. Yeah, yeah. She was into it. She liked it, and it only got like a season one, or so. And one she or two was, seasons. She was she, gargoyle syndrome. She got really into it, and then yep. it got canceled. Oh, I'm so mad about that. <laughs> it's okay. It got replaced in continuity by the video game. Yeah, the the in continuity video game, quote yeah. unquote, that will be in continuity until it's not. How was the video game? For Ghost or Gargoyles? Yeah, the Ghostbusters. No, yeah, gar- the Gargoyles video game. How was it? I liked it. <laughs> I liked Goliath. Brooklyn was pretty cool. <laughs> you get to glide around and yeah. like punch people with your anime style. How was the Ghostbusters video game that's in continuity? It. A lot of people didn't like it. I heard it was kind of crap. But I loved it just because it gave you, it had the same voice actors. I think it might have been one of the last acting things Hale Ramis did. And it, and it was a Ghostbusters story. I mean, yeah, you had to do stupid... Busting. <laughs> Stupid missions and stuff. And that's but... the thing. What I heard from the reviews was that the story was pretty good. And the yeah. voice acting was pretty good. But that the gameplay in and around oh, there, it. There were some parts in that gameplay where I, I had to turn it off. And, because it was like, zap these five electrical grids. And there's four. And then I'm like, where's the fucking fifth one? <laughs> so I look at a YouTube video. And it's in this weird spot that you'd never go you'd never go to. So. It's, it, it's like it's the just to annoy Wunji, who was here on our previous podcast. It's the opposite of the Bioware syndrome, where it's the story that's good, and <laughs> <laughs> and it's the action that sucks. <laughs> like some of the action was fun, but like I I liked it for the story. Yeah, like the I won't I won't defend the gameplay. <laughs> but would you go back and play the game again? Is the question? I tried to, but it's not backwards compatible. Oh, womp womp! So you have to set um, up a three sixty to play it. Well, I had it on PlayStation. Ah, so well, and that's the problem, is that the PlayStation 4 just doesn't yeah. really care. Like, if you bought on a 360, there's a good chance of it, because yeah. they're trying to make everything backwards so. compatible. No, but, so so if you could, would you go back and play it again? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But It was, it was fun just, enough to play again? No. Um, <laughs> oh. I, I think if I could find a really high-quality YouTube video of the story elements, that would be preferable. That was what I was going to ask about. Like, would it just be better just to watch that at this mm-hmm. point and get the quote-unquote Ghostbusters experience? Experience. Experience. Yes, I think so. So I know you and I are divided on the status of whether or not the... Was it uh, Answer 2016? The call. 
2016 the mm-hmm. answer is that what that that's the subtitle they gave it after it was after, released yeah yeah because it was just ghostbusters when it came out but the uh the lady ghostbusters movie yeah. answer the call mm-hmm. you hate that movie i don't hate it it's you like, hate that comparatively movie. to the first two i didn't like it to me like it the the biggest issue i had for it, i don't care if it's all women or you know mixture of both sexes it could be transgender people I don't care. I want to watch a movie about people busting ghosts. Mm-hmm. But my biggest issue with the movie was there was no reason to make it a separate continuity. They could have just started again. You know, like they already, like, and just bringing in all the, like, the homages to the original Ghostbusters just seemed kind of, it's like, if you've got them for these, you could have just, like, made... No, but you see, the thing is, you, you can't, they couldn't get Bill Murray. No matter how much they want, Bill Murray just won't do another Ghostbusters. He would do a cameo, and he'd allow himself to be shown as an, a homage to the original. But uh, yeah, he's going to be in the third Ghostbusters movie. So, okay, yeah. So, he, so the rumors so, say. No, so Dan Aykroyd says. And Dan Aykroyd has been talking about out his ass about a real Ghostbusters 3 since Ghostbusters 2 came out. This is true. Yeah. But we have a 10-second trailer of the Ecto-1 and, starting up now. And then, of course, you know, he also said it's going to be so great. And then when the Lady Ghostbusters movie was about, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great continuation of the franchise. And then it came out and he's like, we're going to get a new Ghostbusters after this. And it's going to be, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I I think that what happened with Ghostbusters is I'm not a big fan of... Answer uh, the call. Answer the call. I don't think... What's his name? Peter Fagg? Paul Fagg? Paul Fagg. I'm not a huge fan of his to I'm begin with. I'm not really either. No. Like, like he... Bridesmaids was okay. It was but, funny enough, but I wouldn't watch it again. Right, and I, I feel like Ghostbusters answered the call was kind of the same vein of as that. I'd probably go back and watch it again over like some of his other stuff that he's put out. Yeah, um, it was funny enough, and I it was laugh out loud for me in places. Yeah, I, my my biggest issue with it, and the reason why I haven't gone back and rewatched it anytime recently, is primarily the problem of it falls apart in the back act. Yeah, like. It basically is like, oh, we need our own Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, and it does this mm-hmm. weird thing. And while I think Chris Hemsworth sold the crap out of what he was given, yeah, like there's just there's not a good climax to it. It just kind of fizzles. fizzles. Yeah, and and I mean Ghostbusters two kind of did that too. Yeah, with the Statue you, of Liberty. But, <laughs> oh God, yeah. But like I just and I, and I know this is kind of like hypocritical in a sense, but <laughs> like in the original Ghostbusters movie, you had the Ghostbusters. You had Janine be the secretary, but Janine on her own right was a smart, intelligent woman and was a good check personality wise because she was just like a tough New Yorker Uh chick. Hemsworth doesn't have that character. No, he was just a dumb eye candy guy, which is cool. He played the crap out of it. I loved it. But Uh you can't have a movie that you're saying is tackling sexism while you're being sexist with... Whole I think it, I think what they were probably trying for was that they were going the opposite route. It's the women are always the ones oh, yeah. ogled, and so they're like they're doing the glass ceiling, but for a dude instead. Yeah, which was which was great, and I and I thought it was funny. And Chris Hemsworth was my favorite part of that movie, but no, the the crazy Egon chick was my oh, favorite she, part. Uh, she, whatever, yeah, her she name was is. really good too. She, yeah, because like you go and you watch the outtakes on it, and like the outtakes is basically thirty minutes of her doing different versions yeah. of her line because she's a Saturday Night Live player and she just improvised everything. Yeah, which is awesome, and yeah. she was hysterical. Yes. But another issue I had, and I guess this is coming from a straight white male, 
allegedly. Oh, oh God, MAGA. <laughs> MAGA. <laughs> no. Make America Ghostbusters again. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Can we at least get black hats? I only get in a hat or tiki torches. But Mike Ghostbusters great again. Uh, anyway, so voice straight white male take hot take go. Hot take. Uh, <laughs> but Leslie Jones is funny. Yes, and I've enjoyed her in other things I've seen. She's funny on uh, Saturday Night Live. Yes, um, but I don't understand why like they, they did her, they did the Winston character like what you were saying before with Ernie Hudson. They did the same thing with her, but they they made like she was intelligent in the movie, right? Yeah, she was smart. Street smart. Street smart. And literally street smart because she knew the city streets very well. Yeah, she was basically Janine, essentially. She was a tough New Yorker. Yeah, but they still, I feel like there was a little bit of a stereotype there. And, and like, she could have just as easily been an architect or... Didn't have to just be a token taker in the... Yeah. She didn't have to be the Sandra Bullock from While You Were Sleeping. Right, exactly. And... You know, if, and I'm all about, like, I have a daughter, and I'm all about having her see strong females, especially, you know, non-white ones, Uh because she's not 100% white. And, you know, I know we can't solve racism on our Ghostbusters podcast. We can try. We can try. (laughs) But... I'm still rooting for an all-black Ghostbusters, uh, like, movie, like... like, Oh, but they fight the clan instead. Best movie ever. the, The ghosts of the clan. Yeah. Oh, uh, I would, that's I like that. See, I just want to see an all all black Ghostbusters, so that then Sony can pair up with uh, MGM, and the sequel can be them fighting Blackula. Because, <gasps> yeah, like I said that on the website like years and years ago, back when it was a, just my crappy little blog, and I had this great idea from like, why can't we get this? I I desperately want another Blackula movie because really, it's like I'll I'll, I'll watch the hell out of yeah. black Ghostbusters, but I really just want another Blackula movie because Blackula is awesome. Like. Black Klansman is a great movie. It is. Even if it's Black, not historically accurate. Right. But Black Klansman with ghosts? <laughs> Black Ghost Klansman. <laughs> like Spike Spike Lee could do that. I would watch the shit out <laughs> well, of yeah, that. Well, yeah. I mean, if you did a Black Ghostbusters movie, you would have to have Spike Lee direct yeah. it. I, like, that would be fantastic. I'm going to write him tomorrow. I mean, he's done paycheck movies before. Let's be, be honest. The um, one about the dude hidden in the bank to do yeah. the, the robbery, whatever that was called. With, uh, was it Clive Owen? No. Yeah, Clive. it was Clive Owen. Was it? Okay. Whatever it was called. Um, Wasn't it like Heist no. 1, 2, 3? <laughs> that's the taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3, and that's a completely <laughs> different movie. Uh, Inside Man. Inside Man, yes. Yes. Didn't we talk about that before? I think we mentioned it once before, yeah. Like... He's done paycheck movies, and while yeah. he worked a little of his, you know, racism, sexism shtick into it, which is Spike it's a, Lee. It's an important issue. Spike, well, yeah, Spike Lee is always going to be political in everything he does. That was probably his least political movie. Yeah. He was he was totally in it just to make a crowd pleasing blockbuster, mm-hmm. and it's a good one. I like that movie, but it feels the least Spike Lee of all of his yeah. movies. I, when I saw it was a Spike Lee joint, I was uh-huh. like, "Wait, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But anyway, yeah, no, I mean." Ghost, but the Ghost Lady Ghostbusters movie because I can't think of a better way to call. It. Like I know it's called Enter Answer the Call, but like in my head it just automatically inserts itself as Lady Ghostbusters. And there wasn't really a call. There so. wasn't a call, and like that's a subtitle that was added on after the fact just to give it something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that movie. I think it's very funny. It's laugh out loud funny in places, and I certainly enjoy it more than the second one. But you are right; there are some missteps in the movie that if you're going to remake it and you get you get a chance to 
correct some of the wrongs that the first movie did because it was made in the 1980s. Making your black character like more more intelligent and more useful. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's an important detail that they kind of failed to do. Yeah, but at least they didn't have a rapey Peter Venkman in it. This is this is very true. Cuz if you don't remember He's he's a bit he's a bit bad touch. He he had a uh, a knockout needle with him on his date when he went to Dana's, if you don't recall. But wasn't that because she was kind of she like, was possessed? She but was possessed at the he time. He went over there on a date. Yeah, but so he just yeah, carried but that he, with him. he he didn't he also like pretty much make it clear that like once he saw that she was possessed and the needle was actually needed because he brought the needle for that reason. But she but he didn't know because they were just. I thought he date. did because Mm-mm. really. He just. I would go back and watch it. Yeah, that, that, I just. I, I, I have a lot less that. respect for Peter at that point. I didn't notice that until the last time we were watching it because I love the Ghostbusters. Maybe they just edited it out of the TV version. They might have. It was on the Netflix one, but because he goes to Dana's apartment to go on a date with her, and. Wow. I mean, he was pretty creepy in the early scenes too. He's he's he, they they did at least not have that. Now, I mean, they're making a new one yeah. that we kind of mentioned. What is like, and they're, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, us, presumably, they're gonna have some new cast take over from the original cast, which I kind of felt like they were trying to do with Lady Ghostbusters anyway, but yeah, whatever. I mean, a the two fans... second scene yeah. of Dan Aykroyd's character being the uncle of <sighs> Melissa McCarthy, yeah, like just have Dan Aykroyd be her uncle, and that, and that would have just been a very minor plot thing. And everything would have been fine, I would have yeah. been fine with it, but anyway. What are you looking for in the new one? What are you... I really hope we see Rick Moranis back. Like, he I is actually st- finally starting to do stuff again. Yeah, I mean, I get he had a very noble and legit reason why he stopped. Raised his kids after his wife died? Yep. Yep. Um, so I can respect that and yeah. more power to him, but I miss him. <laughs> like, I was a 90s kid, and he was a big part of that, you know, so... He was in a lot of stuff in the 90s. Yeah, and yeah. I'd like to see him back in the uniform... Maybe, maybe just being a weird dude, that's fine too. He's just a weird dude, that's true. But <laughs> I, I'd like to see him. Um, obviously, Egon you, can't come back. But. Th- this was suggested on Twitter that was some friends that I was talking with, and I really liked this idea. I think my ideal, like, I know they're going to make a movie, and that's great, whatever. But I'm not saying that the next one's going to be any better than the previous ones were, because oh, whatever. It's... There was one. The likelihood for that is very slim. Because there was one really good Ghostbusters movie, and pretty much everything since has been various shades of not quite as good. Yeah. Um, but what was suggested was is doing an anthology series of Ghostbuster stories of different teams. That'd be cool. And then if any of those are actually good, flesh them out into a movie or like their yeah. own mini series. Like you can try a black Ghostbusters or another lady Ghostbusters or any number of combinations. Like like Chinatown Ghostbusters. Yeah, like Ghostbusters set in the 1920s and like it's people using old timey stuff or like a Ghostbuster like time travel thing or something, which is something like Dan Aykroyd wanted to do at some yeah. point. You just do unrelated anthology stories about people busting ghosts and see if any of those take off with the fans and then maybe do a real movie out, out of it afterwards. Like, yeah. pilot, like basically, it's a collection of pilot episodes. Yeah. Because there's a lot of potential for the concept of it that doesn't have to slot into the version of it from the 80s or the version of it we got a couple years ago. Because yeah. it doesn't... And, and maybe it's just me being a naive Midwesterner, but I don't feel like Ghostbusters has to stay in New York. 
I know it was written by the SNL crowd, so New York obviously plays. Well, yeah, that's theirs, and that's why the second se- the the second version of it with the Lady Ghostbusters was also basically an SNL movie because yeah. yeah, which is fair, and I get it, and I appreciate that, but yeah. I think that having separate teams, like maybe like an Atlanta team or a Detroit team or San Francisco. You know, you get a bunch Ghostbusters of Ghostbusters Europe with Booster Gold <laughs> and Blue Beetle <laughs> and Nort and Egon. Oh, that's what happened to him. <laughs> he became a Green Lantern. Or, but <sighs> but yeah, but I I think with the new movie, like I'm gonna, I'm assuming it's New York. I'm assuming it's gonna be the same old fare. I'm sure, uh, and I'm pretty, and I'd be okay if none of the original Ghostbusters were in it. If it was just you know, uh, one of those coming to age tales where someone like the, I don't know, Peter Venkman's kid or someone is just going through his dad's old stuff. And it's like, where are the keys to this car from come from? And it's like, what's a ghostbuster. And they, they and then they, they have to deal with one of the original ghostbusters played by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I can't do his laugh. I wish I could. Please don't. That, that, I don't want to You're white. That would sound very <laughs> racist. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie Murphy. We were we were trying to solve racism, Josh. We were trying to solve it. You can't solve it without talking about it. <laughs> we can solve it without you doing a bad Eddie Murphy laugh, though. That's true. Yeah. One day. No. No. No, no. days. No days. You're not allowed. But also, I would be remiss to not talk about something that we both forgot about. What? Ghostbusters 3 was kind of already made into a movie. Okay. Evolution. David Duchovny. Oh. Uh. Sean William Scott. That was like an alternate script that was written at one yeah, point, wasn't it? It was supposed to, allegedly, was, I think that was, a, I don't, I'm not sure if it's a rumor or not, but. Uh, and I love, and it does. Evolution's it, it, a great movie. It is, it's great. I and it involves it. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Wasn't it directed by Ivan Reitman? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like basically Ghostbusters without the cast. Yeah. Essentially. And I just assume Bill Murray said no. And, and they had to do something with it. I mean, there's, that happens with a lot of stuff. Like, uh, Bill and Ted 3 was was supposed to happen and then no, of course they're doing one now but it yeah. wasn't so they took the script for it and made biodome out of yeah. it like this is just something this is just something that hollywood does like oceans 12 was a different movie mm-hmm. uh different caper movie and then one of the criminals was turned into 12 criminals yep. like it's just weird how hollywood does that so yeah i mean i could easily see evolution of originally been a ghostbusters movie i think it benefits from not being oh i agree it's much better as its own one and it's hysterical yeah and I think, and you could see the the similar, like, oh yeah, you could see you, that you can David Duchovny was obviously supposed to be Bill Murray. Was supposed to be Bill Murray's character, yeah. and it's that same scuzzy, sleazy guy. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know who the uh, Orlando Jones was supposed to be. I, mean, I don't know. He was. He's almost sleazier than. Uh, yeah, I was like, maybe he could have been. He could have been the Venkman character, yeah. and maybe the other guy was Dan Aykroyd. Maybe, yeah. I could see that. Okay. I don't know. I, I, the problem is the fact that you have four team members and you basically have only two characters. Yeah. So it's like they merged a couple of the characters together weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. Because, but that movie is so good. Oh, it is. It is so hysterical. I love that movie so much. Yeah. And I think, it's terrible. Oh, it's but it's so good. not good, but it but is so great good. all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch that. I haven't watched it for a minute. <laughs> I have to watch that again soon. Anyway, I think we're at this point pretty well talked out on Ghostbusters. I mean, I know you could talk for I could ages, but not like 
we either stop now or we're doing a 16-part podcast on Ghostbusters. <laughs> so you see... In the second scene of the first movie where... <laughs> the proton packs don't actually produce protons. Please, tell me how the containment unit works in detail. <laughs> Go on. Well, first... <laughs> some say it's actually an alternate dimension. <laughs> actually, yes, they, they do say that. That's mm. I've seen that in a lot of different material. Yeah. Anyway, I feel very nerdy now with that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. What do I do with my life? No, I just talk about Ghostbusters. And... I mean, you're married, so obviously you didn't do everything wrong. I mean, she's nerdy too, though. <laughs> it still works. It does. It works. Anyway, I'm Mike Finkelstein. I am Josh Schaefer. And this has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. We will see you next time.